You ever start a morning thinking, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to be productive. I'm getting up early. I got to do this. I'm yep. going to do that. Everything's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then everything goes wrong and you're running late. And you're behind on everything. It's my morning this morning. Yeah. AJ McCloud VFX. Awesome. I got up early. I had a couple things I had to sort out for work beforehand. I thought, okay, good. We get in early. We're going to get everything settled. It's Friday. Everything's going to go great. We're going to have a great show. Right. Because we've got lots of stuff going on today. And no, running behind. I'm running out, running out of a room to run back into a room because I did the wrong thing and I forgot the. I feel like a trash can. So that's the start of my morning. So it's, it's going well. Things are going great. It's Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think McCall had the same morning I did. No, I got up this morning. I had a couple of cups of coffee. I scrolled through. I got caught up on celebrity gossip. And I got to the station early and I got my stuff done. And I planned some more things. So I'm having a pretty good morning. That's the exact same morning I wanted to have minus the coffee. Nothing against coffee. I just don't drink the coffee. Oh, I do. Oh, hmm. down that. Thank you. Gosh. I, let's just hope that I got all the crap out of the way in the hour that I've been up running around doing everything incorrectly. Yeah. Okay. Lots of stuff going on. We've got the last few chances to win X Ambassador tickets today. Uh, speaking of USU's end of year bash, Eric, the lead singer of Foreign Figures, we're going to talk to him this morning. Mm-hmm. They're going to be opening up for USU's end of year bash tomorrow. And, of course, all the general chicanery and shenanigans that we're going to get into. Uh, into. The chicanery guy. Chicanery. That is what we're going to do today. And it's Friday. Oh, thank heavens. Let's just add that on while we're talking about that. Yeah. So. Getting the day underway, let's start with McCall's, of course, 411. So Taylor Swift is going to be releasing a brand new something something, possible seventh album coming up next Friday, but we've got a little bit more insight into it. Uh, I'm really very excited about it. There's a brand new video that's out, brand new video, music video, music that's out, uh, long time excitement really built for it. Justin Bieber teaming up with Lil Dicky and... Is oh, it's good. It's actually very good. Uh, we've got Nicki Minaj splitting up with somebody very important in her life, also. Uh oh. Okay, let's get caught up on all that. It's McCall's 411. We'll hear about it all in uh, just about seven minutes on VFX. McCall, most of this week, I don't know that you could necessarily say we've been bagging on Easter. Mostly just the candy's been kind of a punching bag for us. Yeah. But Easter's coming up this Sunday, and it's a fun holiday, and there's lots of cool things to do. And the funny thing is, and maybe it's just because I'm the weird one from Indiana, traditions, of course, are different across the board. And uh, I'm kind of curious as to what everyone does for their traditions. Oh, yeah. And specifically, I'm curious if there's an age cutoff for one event. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of curious about the age cutoff for that. But what are your Easter traditions? We're going to get into that in a little over six minutes on VFX. So we can count on you to have an Easter basket this weekend, right, McCall? Run around no. all those those Easter egg gatherings, collecting all the eggs ahead of the little ones. Gosh, no. AJ McCall at VFX. I would hope not. What about at home? You're going to be running around competing no. with your nephew mm-hmm. to get Easter eggs? No. I don't think I'm doing anything for Easter this year. This year, we're literally just finishing up the house, and that's it, which I am so good with. <laughs> AJ, I'm going to get cabinets, and so I'm super excited, but 
I think maybe I'll go do like an Easter egg hunt with the dogs. We'll throw, no, that's we'll, interesting. we'll hide little treats around the places. But not in the eggs, right? No. You don't want the dogs participating in the shell on challenge. No, I think I'll just put like just little snackies, random places. I, I feel like that is something that uh, I'm sure you said that and other people are like, that's a good idea. That has to exist other places. I'm sure. Other, places. Oh. Like, other people have to do that. Gosh, I'm sure it probably does. I can't imagine it just like not. What was the what was the last age you actually hunted for eggs at? I don't even know. I think that I don't know. I was probably like twelve. Why are you like scoffing at me? Mine was a mine was way way past that one. Like way older or way younger? Yeah, way way older. Oh, I was like, I was, why are you no, scoffing at me to say that I'm 12. like dumb for doing it 12? when I was older? No, Twelve is a very reasonable age. Twelve I thought is a very so. reasonable age. <clears throat> the the oldest the oldest I was at the last Easter egg I partook of was uh, it was before I moved to New Mexico and that was in 2016, I think. Oh wow. I think it was the Easter before that, 2015. <laughs> so I would have been like 25. Holy cow. <laughs> Look, my mom hid eggs and my sisters at the time, what was it, four years ago? So they would have been they were 13 and 14. Right. So I guess I I would say on precipice, they're right there on the probably getting too old to do it. Because I think once you're in high school, you don't probably shouldn't hunt for Easter eggs anymore. Not really your kind of activity, but my mm-hmm. mom gave us a basket and said that there was money. And that's all that my brother and I needed to hear. So we went and found eggs. Oh, gosh, I love that. <laughs> and then we had some. And then in the end, my mom was like, well, you weren't supposed to find that many. I was just kind of kidding. Oh, you said eggs and I was in. Yeah, we're, we're down, <laughs> mom. Thanks. <laughs> I'm finding all of the Easter eggs. Now, Dude, you- I love, I love finding Easter eggs with money in them. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite. The jingle's entirely different. I used to have friends that, or uh, my cousin actually used to have a an Easter egg hunt at her house every year. And there would always be like the gold dollars in them. Oh, so the cool. Sacagawea ones? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so cool. Loved that. And then I worked at a bank and I was like, mm. <laughs> You worked at a bank and we're, we're the, that was the end of it. Sick of gold dollars after that point. Yeah, they're a pain in the butt. <laughs> Such a pain in the butt. Everyone always comes in. Do you guys have any gold dollars? No. Yes. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go get them. How often? How often? Did All people, the time. Well, not just those, but like, uh, do you remember, uh, were you working in the bank at any point when they released the state quarters? That's probably not. That's probably too old. No, I, w- I didn't, but people still collect them. And so I was working at the bank and a lot of people would come in and say, hey, do you have this, this, this state? And I'd be like. It Dude, I have $15 in quarters in my drawer. <laughs> like, sure, let me go Do through I all know? of them. So oh, then I had to I go through Rhode them Island? all. And then you you spend so much time going through them to see if Rhode Island is in there. Rhode Island's a pretty common one, by the way. So it wasn't really that. Oh, Like, for some reason. Big fact for all of us. Yeah, for some reason, Rhode Island was really common. Uh, most people would come in looking for, like, like Florida, I think, was a really common one to look for. And so <laughs> I would literally, enough. right, I would literally sit and look through my dollars and be like. Okay, yeah, that would get on my nerves too. It's literally annoying. Did you have one of the maps for it? No. 
I did the ones you put it out and it had all the years that they were going to release and you you nope. pushed them in. I don't even know what happened to that map. Nope, I don't have it. 50 quarters is You know, it was That's really like 12 cute and a half though. dollars it disappeared. Let me let me backtrack for a second. It was really cute though because the kids would come in and they would be just just be so excited about doing this and they'd be so proud Back of it. The Easter message. It'd be they <laughs> they'd be so proud of their their little book that they had collected. Look how many states I have. Look. And so that was really cute. But it was like people would come in. They would come look for the gold dollars. They would come look for the $2 bills. My grandparents love the $2 bills. And so like if there's I ever st- like Christmas presents or Easter presents or something that they get together, always with the $2 bills. Brand new. Always brand new. Nice. Super cute. They're Those adorable. Real, by the way. I know there's still a large I know. Po- I don't large know why percentage people don't of population think $2 bills are fake. They are not. No, they're real. And so uh, there was a lady actually that that came in and brought it to me and was like, someone... I forgot about this story. Lady brought $2 bill in from, they were working at like Walmart or somewhere. I don't remember what, what it was a big corporation that was Uh out there and they, they came in and they were like, okay, so someone brought this in and I took it and said, okay, thank you and confiscated it. So you guys can return it to the treasury for fraudulent money. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so I look at it, obviously, because I'm like, okay, maybe it's a fake $2 bill because we used to get fake money all the time. And so I would have to look at it and we'd have to file all sorts of paperwork for them. But I looked at it, looking very closely to see what's wrong with it. And she's like, what are you looking for? And I was like, I'm, I'm looking for the fake part of the $2 bill. <laughs> and she's like, the whole thing is fake. $2 bills don't exist. And I literally looked at her and I said... You're joking right now, right? <laughs> and my boss comes over and she's like, what you looking for? I was like, I'm looking to see if this $2 bill's fake. And the lady's like, obviously $2 bills don't exist. And my boss just looks at her and is like, what? <laughs> what? $2 bills are real. And usually they're stuffed inside of Easter eggs. At least in my family, they were. They were always the ones that were hidden in the, in the Easter eggs. We always $2 top, bills. We topped out at a dollar. We do like $2 bills or uh, the silver dollars or the gold dollars. Silver dollars would be all about. I know. They're cool. Silver dollars are really cool. Technically dollars. No offense, but it pass. Right. So that's the end of your minor annoyances, right? Just yep. working at the bank. No. Since then, the minor annoyances have gone away and you live a stress-free life. No. My life is a minor annoyance. <laughs> okay. Well, with a statement like that, we're going to have to follow up. For McCall's mental health, I definitely feel like we have to follow up on our minor annoyances. What's bothering her after Sam Smith and Normani in about eight minutes? Now, McCall, when you say something like, my life is a minor annoyance, I feel like it's socially responsible for me to check in on you to make sure that you're okay. So what the heck has got you worked up? What minor annoyances are... uh, Apparently bothering you on the regular. AJ McCall at VFX. See, I just do this thing where... You exist? Yeah. And I'm just like... But like, why? But only sort of. But only sort of like, why? Okay, so what recently happened that apparently has you just ticked off? I cannot... Heaven forbid... Oh, boy. Keep my coffee inside of my mug. 
For some reason, it always has to yeah. jump out and be like, whoop, I love oh, you, hello. I, I thought you were going to say, I can't keep it in my mug, mostly complaining about the fact that you didn't have a bottomless coffee cup. I was like, okay, right, I guess that's sort of a minor annoyance. I mean, I got yeah, it. that too, I wish. <laughs> okay, so you mean, you mean spilling then? I spill everywhere. Well, I am a hot stop. mess express. Otherwise, the management's going to be very upset with us. <sighs> the management... I'm surprised the that's management. your minor annoyance. My, I don't usually, know why it wouldn't be. Well, I mean, because more often than not, we <laughs> go out and we usually go to places that serve chips and salsa, and generally at least <laughs> a little AJ bit of salsa ends up on me. Literally all the time. You know, I don't know, but that's not like my minor annoyance. It's oh. always like <laughs> AJ spilled. I feel bad for Dustin because I feel like every time Dustin and I go out to go get food, I always spill something. Not on him. No, but oh, just spill. And it's like, I will... Uh... Is, this, is this you subconsciously acting out for attention McCall? Is that what this is about? Maybe. <laughs> so, is, that, is that the adult? It's just the spilling. You're just upset that you spilled. That's your only minor annoyance? No, there's a lot of them. Good. Cause... Like, I awkwardly speak out a lot. Why would that be a minor annoyance? Because I'm awkward and I don't know what to say. Everyone's awkward at some oh point. Oh my God. Not like this, my friend. <laughs> Not like this. Well, as long as you don't run into any ads on YouTube, I think you'll be okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's something that just infuriates me so much. If, if you didn't know... McCall has the super fancy YouTube version, <sighs> and I don't. It doesn't really bother me because I'll just skip them or watch through them, whatever. Bro, it drives <laughs> me crazy. Yes, it does. And so whenever we switch sides, because we work on both sides of the studio throughout the day, and she wants to pull something up on my side of the studio that's It ruins in. my life. I think it's logged in as VFX more often than not, actually. It is. <laughs> Usually here, oh, I have to watch a commercial? Yep. AJ's always like, well, feel free to change it. I'm like, no! You can skip after five seconds. It'll be okay. No! Then I have to still wait for five seconds. Ruins my life! Five seconds. Dude. I am such... And people are like, McCall, why are you living in this instant gratification? Because it's an instant gratification world, okay? That's definitely true. If I don't get it in like one second, I'm annoyed. If I don't get to watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it right now, mm -mm, I'm done. It is infuriating. That's what, they're minor annoyances. They're not major annoyances. Minor annoyances. Right. Like this morning on the way to work, McCall, why is it that people in Utah think that the turn signal only works when you're turning? It's you have to, oh, I can't turn unless this is on. Let me slow down and stop traffic, and traffic has no idea what I'm doing. Oh, now I'm turning. Now the signal's on. That's not what it's for. Right. It's an indicator. It's your turn indicator. It communicates with the other people on the road. Hey, I'm turning. Hey, I'm doing this. Thanks. Hey, this is happening. It was one of those moments. Somebody got pulled over right today on my way into work on uh, 200, 200 North. Or 200 West. 200 North. <laughs> I had to say the work address in my head to remember what road it was. <laughs> 200 North. And it was, it was another one of those moments, right? And I, I think we've all been there once where you saw someone do something like, man, I wish a cop was here. And then you drive through and you're like, ah, there's the cop. No, back that way. Two blocks south. Two blocks south and you want to have Go away. Dang it. Yeah. Do you feel better? $2 bills, coffee spills, you know, the bane of your existence all out in the open now.
Yes? This is a safe place, McCall. We can all just listen to you. It's a safe Perfect. place. Perfect. Oh, you guys are blessed to listen to me? Question mark? <laughs> I said that and then I was like, that was arrogant. Hashtag too blessed to be stressed. Hashtag yes. <laughs> okay, well, how about the land of major inconveniences oh, and major annoyances? Oh, boy. We are down to our last few pairs of tickets for X Ambassadors. That concert is tomorrow night. We got a pair on the line for Florida or not coming up in seven minutes. Be ready. Okay, McCall, this isn't the last pair of tickets. No, no. Very important to note. To get to see Ford figures at X Ambassadors at USU's end of year bash tomorrow night. Concerts at seven, doors open at six. I'm so excited for this. It's going to be a good show. So good. AJ McCall and VFX, but it is one of the last few pairs of tickets to get to that show. So let us get Florida not underway. Of course, we first. Sift our way through the shock value that is the headlines. Yeah. Ready? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's Friday. I'm ready. Headline number one, 82-year-old lady arrested for harassing her neighbors by blasting her 1920s music. <laughs> i to be honest. I, I, I don't know specifically what jam she's blasting, but uh, I still don't feel like that'd be all that bad. No. <laughs> Number two. Great grandma uses a baseball bat to fend off a 300 pound car thief. Go grandma. And headline number three. Is it another grandma story? No, I wanted to bring in another grandma story, but I don't think I could have. Headline number three. Couple rescued from crocodile infested Mm -hmm. area after writing help in huge letters in the mud. Wow. Yeah. That's resourceful. Crazy, right? So anyway, those are your three crazy stories. Good I'm luck. kind of amazed by the last one actually, because I heard I let's be honest, you heard Crockett, I was like, that's the guess, and then you're like, oh, resourcefulness. They don't have that in Florida. Not mm. usually. Okay, pair of tickets to see X Ambassadors. We can figure out which stories from Florida. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Team up with me, and we will get this W. Last chance to win X Ambassador tickets with Florida or not. Yes. Very important distinction. Yeah, it is because it's not the last chance to win, but. Yes, what McCall said. AJ and McCall on VFX. And, uh, you know, it's it's time. It's time okay. to try this again. Okay. I think McCall has left us in a uh, very precarious spot because we've got good crocodiles. We got two old ladies. Yep. Hmm. Before we get there, I got one question. Collect the uh, state quarters. I did. Okay. See, I feel like everybody at least initially, maybe after the five years or whatever, they released me like, "Ah, I'm done with this noise. But initially, everybody was all about it. Hey, I thought they were cool. I just never did it. Did you specifically hunt down the Utah one? Oh, yeah, of course. Jason, did you specifically hunt down the Utah one? You had to. Right. It's like you didn't live in Utah if you didn't. Okay. Jason, the concert is tomorrow's show. I mean, better late than never, but woo, it's one last chance to win, man. Okay. All right, let's make it happen. Three stories, three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, story number one. There's an 82-year-old lady who just got arrested last year for blasting music from the 1920s, specifically just to make her her neighbors crazy. She thought, "Mm, yeah, this would be fun. Can I just say that I am impressed from the standpoint of... uh, 
no offense to grandmas and grandpas, but that she was able to rig it all up to blast it. I feel like no, right? maybe, and maybe she did call her grandson over to help her out, but I still don't find anything like super crazy annoying about. So it was the laughing policeman by Charles Jolly was her jam. Well, now I'm going to have to look that one up. Anyway, after two years of blasting her music, <laughs> so it wasn't like, oh, let's do this over the span of a week. No, no, two years. Uh, she was just in court this week and was fined $585. Okay, I can understand for two years, maybe, like, all right, this is enough's enough. Yeah, also, she, <laughs> she ended up moving away, so. Ah, she won then. Yeah. <laughs> so there's story number one. Story number two, 65-year-old great-grandma stepped a 300-pound man from stealing her car on Sunday by hitting him in the head with a baseball bat. Now, he took off running. Cops tracked him down and arrested him. Very important note, back in the day, in the heyday in high school, she played softball. Ooh. Mm. You don't forget that. Nope. I mean, she may not. She may not bring the power. Yep. But she still knows how to swing the bat. She. Bravo. She, she took the quote when when they interviewed her. She said, "I took the bat and hit him upside the head like piao," and he said "ow" and ran away. <laughs> okay, so piao. How would you spell that? I gotta get P-I-Y-O-W. this down for the report. Y O W. Piao. Okay, good grandma. So there's story number two and story number three. A couple got rescued from some crocodile infested waters after they wrote help in huge letters in the mud. Uh, how long were they there? Now I'm curious. How long were they Anything missing? longer than 15 minutes is too long. Holy crap. This is amazing. Uh, they wrote it in like massive, massive letters and had an arrow that went directly towards where they were going or Bravo. where they were at. No, so, wow. It's amazing. Yeah, Truthfully no, it amazing. <gasps> they had a puppy. The puppy's name is Ace. <laughs> anyway, those are your three crazy stories. Okay, Jason. So obviously I feel like initially you think three, and I never remember this, but I think it's alligators in Florida, not crocodiles. That's what I was thinking. I think crocodiles are saltwater. That's the, I'm with you. And also normally if it was going to be an uh, alligator crocodile story in Florida, it was going to be like this moron threw an alligator through the drive-thru window. It wasn't going to be something logical where they survived. So I feel like story three is totally a trap. I think so. I'm the prob- towards the problem one. is that leaves us with one and two, and both are grandma stories, and obviously grandma's usually another older people usually tip towards Florida. So out of one and two, what do you like? I'm thinking one. You like the spiteful 1920s music? I think so. Yeah, it's fair. Very rarely, you know, because the second one is is a hero, and very rarely do we have the hero in Florida or not. Okay. I, I think okay. I think we very logically worked our way down here, McCall, to story number one. Is it the 1920s blasting music? It's not, Jason. I'm sorry. That one happened in Scotland. Scotland? Yep. Wow. Yep. Would not have guessed that. No. Sorry. I'm a trickster. (laughs) We'll have another chance to win uh, later this morning, Jason. Okay. Thank you. Darn you, McCall Taylor. Sorry. Not sorry. So the bad news is Jason doesn't win this Florida Not The good news is I feel like I've got a pretty good feeling for which story is from Florida. Who knows? 435-787-0945. 50-50 shot. It's been that kind of week in Florida oh, Not The first two days this week, couldn't get a winner. AJ and McCall at VFX. Now we're down to the last day, giving out the last few pairs of tickets to ex-ambassadors and it, it's not a surprise that we're down to our 50-50 chance. That's all it's I'm saying. It's been tough. I've been bringing I li- it. I like how you say that. It's been 
been tough. Like we're not, we're both playing, but you're you're the one that's responsible for that. Look, I've made it tough on purpose because these are good tickets. The X Ambassadors are incredible. It's going to be awesome to watch them in concert. It's going to be really cool to watch foreign figures in concert. Of course, it's going on tomorrow night. I'm just really looking forward to it. So I made it tough on purpose. I made it tough on purpose. Clearly. Get rid of the sass, mister. I will not. I will do no such thing, in fact. <laughs> Drew, have you played uh, Florida Not Before? Oh, I've done it plenty of times. Oh, oh, yeah. So you're a veteran, so then you're ready for this. Oh, yeah. I've okay. been listening, too. Okay. Well, let's recap those last two stories just to make sure we didn't miss anything, and then we'll see if we can get you a pair of tickets to X Ambassadors. Okay. All right. Perfect. Story number two. 65-year-old Greg Grandma stopped a 300-pound man from stealing her car on Sunday by hitting him in the back of the head with a baseball bat. He took off running, cops tracked him down, and arrested him. Very important to note, uh, okay, there's a lot of craziness going on here that I didn't realize in the first place. Very important to note, she played softball back in high school. Uh, this happened in the middle of the night on Sunday. Apparently, she heard a noise outside of her apartment and saw this guy, 300 pounds, who was wearing just underwear, trying to break into her Jeez, car. Pete. So she opened the door, yelled at him, charged at him, whacked him over the head, and she said, I hit him in the back of the head, and I went, pew, and he was like, ow, and turned around and ran away. She's Batman. Right, basically. (laughs) Baseball Batman. She's the hero we need. There's story number two and story number three. Couple was rescued at a crocodile-infested area, and they wrote, help, massive letters. It's crazy. Like, looking at the picture is absolutely incredible that they got out alive, and they had a dog named Ace that also got out alive. I'm sure you're most happy about the dog, McCall. I mean, I'm happy for both of them, but I'm happy for the puppy. The puppy's adorable. Anyway, there you go. Those are your two remaining crazy stories. Drew. So we've got story two and three. Which one do you think is from Florida? Hmm. It's a hard one because my wife just looked it up what uh, crocodiles where they were at and that says Florida. Uh-oh. See, I had, I had ruled that one out because I, I thought it was gators. No, it's crocodiles, but that's only in southern part of Florida. Oh, bring some science into this one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. My wife's saying two. Two? Okay. I'm going to go with my gut and say Three. Oh, not going with the wife because I'm with the wife. I think it's I think it's two. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong, but I think that uh, I think it's two. Okay, well, fine, we'll go with two. Uh oh, we outvoted him. Now we're gonna feel terrible. Okay, so so Drew wins. You're wrong. And- oh, I'll find you. <laughs> so Drew it won't be hard to find and, him. And his wife is right, which is probably the, the best thing in this scenario. Is it story number two? It is, Drew. You're Woo! going to the X Ambassadors tomorrow night. Yeah. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some information from you, okay? That close. I don't know that Florida not gets much closer than that, McCall. AJ McCall VFX. Because Drew was like two, and maybe we were three. Like, or see, he Drew was like three, and we we're like no two, and he's like oh, I don't know, AJ. I'm gonna find you. I have to beat you up if you get this wrong. Like, Your wife said it too. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, so. I, I could I thought it was Gators. So Drew's wife looked up and said Crocodiles are Florida. So where the heck was story number it was three. Where was three at? Australia. It was at Keep River okay. National Park. So, so the tide was coming in was what was happening. So the water was coming in and so that that's why they got out and they wrote help. Right. Because they couldn't get out any further because their their car was trapped. So factually incorrect. Gut wise, right. Okay. So Drew won a pair of tickets, not the last pair of X Ambassador tickets that we will be giving away today. No.
We've been playing a fun little game uh, with McCall all week long called Chubby Bunny Oki. Correct. We will be playing again this morning. However, before McCall has to try and sing with peeps <sighs> stuffed into her mouth, maybe we can get her to break out her ukulele and sing something... Uh, uh, generally, I think it seems kind of frustrating, McCall. Actually, most of your songs are about frustration, but it's just a happy tune because it's a ukulele. Yeah, it's like we can get away with being frustrated for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Distracts you a little bit. She's like, oh, yeah. this is so like, bouncy, oh, this is nice. <laughs> then it's like, wait a second. <laughs> McCall's musical thoughts a trip to the VFX Music Lounge. Feel it about. Uh, <laughs> shh. They haven't seen the video yet. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be up in a second. In about eight minutes on uh, VFX. Time to take another trip to the VFX Musical Lounge. Beautiful. With AJ and McCall on VFX. So McCall. Yeah. If you'd be so kind to introduce us as to what your musical thoughts are on this week. As I drove into the station yesterday, driving, holding my coffee as normal, happened to leave my mug, my thermos. At the station, so I was just drinking from a coffee mug, which is not out of the ordinary for me. And as I'm driving, I hit a bump. But uh, that's what the bump sounded like. And as I hit that bump, my coffee flew from the cup and landed directly on my shirt and my pants. And stained my white Justin Timberlake t-shirt. Nice job. Along with my jeans that were a light wash Levi. And so I thought you on really my way in. You took this to heart, didn't you? You're very upset about this. Thought on my way in. Man, McCall, you really need to be less clumsy, first of all. And second of all, you really need to probably buy more Tide. So that's what McCall's musical thoughts are on today. Buying more Tide. <laughs> Welcome to the VFX Musical Ooh. Lounge. Once was scared of dentists and the dark Now the biggest fear I have is spilling on my t-shirt Oh, why am I such a klutz? It happens at least twice a month Ah, ooh Ah, oh Can I just grow up? Maybe I just need to buy more tides Spend more time washing my clothes Cause I have no coordination Oh, I love coffee oh so very much But apparently I can't keep it inside of my cup There's this new scent that I think I like I guess it's got all the boosts to get all the stains out so I can keep spilling on myself. Hopefully it doesn't land on the shelf. Ah ooh. Ah I don't wanna ruin any more clothes. Please. Maybe I just need to buy more tide or one of those tide to go pens cause I cannot be an adult. I love to drink all of the coffee but apparently I can't keep it inside of my cup. Oh maybe I just need to buy more tide or one of those tide to go pens so 
I stop ruining all my clothes? Oh, this reminds me, just last week I ruined my boyfriend's shirt, turned it all pink. So maybe I just need some laundry lessons. Thank you! For Let me record, bow I still don't agree with you shooting the music video in a field if your problem is stains on your shirt. Hey, I wasn't like running and going to roll around in the grass or anything. <laughs> That's just where my soul is happy. As my mom Question told mark? me when I was a kid, I don't care what your intentions were, you still somehow managed to find a way to get a grass stain on your jeans. And other than blood... Grass stain is the biggest pain in the butt to remove from your jeans. See, that's why I didn't sit in the field. I stood in the field because I thought about sitting and I was like, mm, grass Awfully stains. Awfully big risk, McCall. Awfully big risk. I know. That's why I didn't sit, though. <laughs> McCall's musical thoughts on VFX. You can see the video, which uh, there's a little new other idea spawned, and you can see the field itself. Yeah. As I say, dangerous. You're talking about stains. Up on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX show. That was McCall singing. I do that sometimes. Peep-less. Only sometimes. Peepsless. Thank heavens. It's about time that I sing Peepsless. There's a nice change of pace, So honestly. nice. It's nice to understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Yeah. But now it's Peeps time. Dang it. I mean, it's better than Peepsa. I could have brought a cheese pizza for you. I mean, yeah. I would have been tempted to eat it all. <laughs> oh, no, because it would have had Peeps on it. Oh, gross. I would, you wouldn't get to eat pizza. Chubby Bunny Oki's not enjoyable. You're not supposed to be happy about the, the stuffing of the mouth. Oh. So, for one of the absolute last pair of tickets that we are going to give away for ex-ambassadors, it's now time for the last round of Chubby Bunny Oki. 435-787-0945. You and I will team up once again. As McCall will have to go to that spot that she does mentally to put peeps all in her mouth and hum a song. So if you want to go see the ex-ambassadors of Four Figures tomorrow night, four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Right now. So we can play Chubby Bunny Oki. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. I apologize, McCall. I'm very thankful that you went to the VFX Musical Lounge, but it is now time to peepify your singing voice. Let's grab them. Could these be the last pair of Exit Ambassador tickets we're giving away? Who knows? Maybe. AJ and McCall on VFX. But what's more important, I think the thing we really need to focus on is McCall's got to put peeps in her mouth again. Such sacrifices <laughs> for Chubby Buddy Oki. <laughs> so, concert tomorrow night. One of the last chances to win. Now, Cassandra, have you been listening this week to McCall doing Chubby Bunny Oki? No, actually, this is the first time I've heard. Uh-oh. Okay, fingers her. crossed, for beginners' luck. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Do you feel like you're good at the game? Name that tune. I think so. Yeah, I think. Well, we're gonna find <laughs> out. So, McCall is All going right. to prepare herself here mentally and then physically for Chubby Bunny Oki. Cassandra, do you like Peeps? I feel like I, that's a reasonable question as we as we head to. No, uh, I don't like Peeps. Me neither. They're, they're disgusting. No, okay. Disgusting. Well, see, yeah. that's why this is such a sacrifice on McCall's part. She's going to stuff her mouth with Peeps. Yes. Do you like the oh, ex ambassadors? Yeah. Perfect. Okay, well, good news. We win this game. You're going to see them firsthand. Yeah. Woohoo. Let me put these Okay. So, in my McCall. Mouth. Okay. Oh, I'm so anxious. It's uh, no more stalling, please. <laughs> Dang it, now i got to put peeps no in my mouth. No more stalling, please. Ah! Okay, that was one. One peep. That's two. Two peep. You going to go for the record today? It's the uh-uh. last day. Uh-uh. 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 <laughs> three. You're just going to top out at three once again. Mm-hmm. 
You put more in your mouth. All right, I'll do it. Give me. Mm-mm. We'll play. We'll play Chubby Buddy Yogi with e- you and me unable to speak. Mm-mm. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. All right, Cassid. Okay, I'm ready. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. She's ready. Here we go. And go. (laughs) Well, that one was easy. All right, Cassandra, I know what it is. You know what it is? Do you know what the. What is it? What's your guess? 12 seconds. Okay, I'll tell you this. They're playing tomorrow. Eight seconds. It's a song, it's one of their songs. Uh, ex ambassadors ah. renegade. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right in before the timer. Luckily, I'm on your team. I'm not playing against you. So you awesome. are gonna go see ex ambassadors. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! How you doing, McCall? Uh, <laughs> not good. We're terrible. Consent. I forgot to get water before, so now I'm like dying. <laughs> My mouth is like a desert. Mm-hmm. Cassandra, hang on the line and we'll get your information. Uh, and we'll get you awesome. all hooked up with those tickets. Awesome. Thank you. Woo! Right in before the buzzer. Just barely. All right, here we go. I'm going to beat you. Okay, you're going to put more peeps in I'm your mouth? I'm going to do more than three. I would love to see that you put more than three peeps in your I'm mouth. I'm not going to eat the sleeping one. Okay, He's there's sleeping. one that's got like like sleeping eyes. Right, one. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be able to put more than three? Don't yeah. chew them. That's cheating. I'm moving my mouth. You can't Can chew on out? them. No, it's fine. You cannot chew on them, though. Good luck putting a third one in. They're so difficult. <laughs> it's hard. Like, you're going to put four in? It's like, I feel like I'm going to gag whenever, if I had like, I had three in. Mm. It's terrible. It's not in, though, because it's like halfway out the front of your mouth. <laughs> put it away. It's terrible. You can't put more than three peeps in your mouth. There's way too many. Oh, man. I'm telling you. More than okay. three peeps is impossible. I take back all my disparaging comments against McCall this week. Right? Ooh. That's rough. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, I could do four. I was just no, going to try to do four. They're impossible. They're Ooh. so, like, and they expand. Like, you put them in your mouth and they expand. It's terrible. Ha! Wow. There you go. Smack talk. A little bit. I uh-huh. learned my lesson. That was rough. Yeah, terrible. Didn't feel good coming out either. No, they're terrible. Congratulations to Cassandra. She wins. Uh, chubby Bunny Oki. She's going to see the ex ambassadors. And uh, remember, later this morning, we're actually going to be talking to uh, Foreign Figures, who's opening for the show. Correct. At Usher's Interbash, uh, lead singer Eric. We're going to be talking to him. Yep. So excited. That's in like 90 minutes. But yeah. first, the debate at eight, because, you know, going to a concert, McCall, lots of people going to be there, but maybe some people that you knew and you don't want to see. Oh, boy. It's coming maybe up for the debate at eight. That's in uh, less than five minutes. Now, of course, McCall, we love to meet people. Yeah. You took a little while to answer that one. Are you sure you love to meet people? Yeah, of course. Okay. AJ McCall's debate at eight on VFX, and we hope to see a bunch of people tomorrow. With uh, the Ex Ambassadors Foreign Figures concert up at USU's into your bash. But we are also human and find ourselves sometimes in situations that make us maybe feel a little uncomfortable, a little awkward, and we're like, eh, maybe we should avoid this. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Run! Run. And McCall found herself facing one of these situations quite recently. Yeah, a little bit. It was yesterday. Do I awkwardly say hi? What do I do? 
She's going to tell us the full story in 15 minutes for the debate date. McCall, now, do you say that you are awkward 50% of the time? No. 75% of the time? Always. All the time. Always. AJ McCall's debated eight. So what happened to you yesterday? Because we've already, you already mentioned your minor inconveniences. Yeah. We already did McCall's musical thoughts, which was on also minor inconveniences. It just seemed like you not had a very good week, a couple days in a row. I've had a pretty good week. It's just been. You've just been annoyed and awkward the whole time? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's how I define a pretty good week as well. It's fine. So yesterday I went out, um, we went for a drive and we ended up going over into um, Box Elder County and we were kind of driving around, ended up stopping at a gas station, ended up grabbing some snacky snacks and I was standing there and I was like, that lady looks like this lady that used to come into the bank. Now she would come into the bank and she was a very like high up. Lady like in the bossy bank, boss. bossy boss. Okay. Um. Very nice lady. Very, very, very nice lady. Good to know. Now, She's a nice lady. Yeah, I was friends with her, but I never really was like tight with her. Like I remember adding her on Facebook once, and she never accepted my friend request. And so acquaintances at best. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, okay, that's weird. But I was like, she looks just like her. So I tell Dustin, man, that looks just like Shelly. Dustin's like, who? And so I explain who she is. And he's like, oh, yeah, she used to come into the bank like once a month, right? And he's like, yeah. And because it was like a big deal when she would come into the bank because she was a big boss. Right. So it was a big deal when she would come into right. the bank because it was like, we need to be prepared. Everything needs to be ready. Everything needs to be done right. So I said something and Dustin's like, huh, that's weird. Well, then the place we were at asked for her name in order to call out her name when the order was done. Course, and she said, Shelly. And I was like, no freaking way so what did you do nothing I, like i was gonna say hi but then i thought well how embarrassing would it be if i went over there and i was like oh my gosh shelly hey it's mccall do you remember me i used to work at the vernal branch and i'd see you only once a month and i know how many people you see so i'm not surprised if you don't remember me but it's a fair way to lay it out so the question we will come back to then is was McCall not so much in the right, but would you do what McCall do? <laughs> WWMD. What would McCall do? I don't want to be put in this situation right now. That makes me feel very awkward. Would, uh, would you? <laughs> just, once a month for how long? A year? Two years? No, the entire time I was there. I worked at the bank for like four years. So four times 12 is... 48. That's 48 times that she right. came in the bank. Right, and she would be there all day long. So it wasn't like she would be there for... 30 minutes and then leave. So, like, I I know that if I had seen her maybe, I don't know, three months, six months after I had worked at the bank, it would have been a different story. I would have said hello. But the fact it's been two years, basically, since I have seen her, I didn't want to go say hello because I don't think that she would have remembered me. Plus, my hair is purple now, and my hair was not purple when I was working in Vernal. And it looks a lot different. Like, my hair was really, it was much shorter, it was very dark, and, like... I had on big dramatic eyelashes, like my makeup was all done up yesterday, so it was like, no. So Okay, so not awkward. You didn't think it was going to be awkward. You thought you were going to scare her. Gotcha. Well, I okay. thought I was going to walk up and be like, hey, and she'd be Please like- Please take out my money. <laughs> right? She'd be like, I know how to, ha- how to handle situations like this because I work at a bank. Okay. The queen of awkward chose so awkward. to run as opposed to introducing herself. 
Well, just saying hi. It wouldn't be introducing. Okay, fine. Saying hi. Would you have done the same thing? We're going to find out for the debate today. That's not the most awkward At situation Utah's I've BF. ever oh, I'm been sure. into. I am sure. We'll get to that as well. Oh, but I, I'm with the, all the details you've laid out, I think the answer was, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in, in about nine minutes for the debate today. When faced with a potentially awkward reintroduction, yeah. McCall decided to run. I decided to pass on AJ it. AJ McCall's debate today on VFX. Cassandra, would you have done the same thing? You saw a coworker. Can I call her a coworker? This big boss. She was a lady? coworker, yeah, okay. definitely. But like a boss, much we'll boss for sure. Much clear, higher picture. up in the hierarchy of the the job. Saw so a big boss lady you interacted with plenty of times who should know you. Decent what would you have done? It, reintroduce yourself. What? I voted. <laughs> you would run. Okay, she votes run, McCall. She votes run. So maybe you were justified. I don't think I was wrong. Uh, it looked like like she was in. Obviously not work clothes. She happened to be on vacation. Just coming home from vacation is what I seen. I, I had seemed to, to, I don't know. I had seemed to perceive that, I guess you could say, because she was getting out of a motorhome. So I just kind of assumed that, you know, yeah. <laughs> they were at a truck stop. No, that, that mean- stopped, at a, stopped at a truck stop, grabbed some food, went back to the motorhome, called it good. Drew, maybe you could shed some light. What, what is your awkward running story? What happened? I just, I knew, I knew him. I knew the family, and I, like, there's yeah, sixteen brothers and sisters, and I kn- knew him, but I didn't know his name, uh-huh. so I just called him by his last name. Ah, and there you go. And he talked to me. That's the best way to go for it. What was it awkward at all, yeah. or is it, you guys were good? We were good. Yeah. Drew didn't even know his first name, and it worked, McCall. You knew her first name. I did, but the thing is, like, with with this specific lady that I used to work with, again, she was so much, she was such a nice lady. That's something that needs to be addressed. Such a nice lady, but she was so she much higher nice up. Lady. So much higher up in, like, the hierarchy of my job that I would have been surprised if she would have remembered me because of the amount of people that she interacts with every single day. Because the people that she interacts with were all, like, very high-profile people. And so it was like she would come out to meet with those people. On Drew's point, do you have a friend? Did you ever have a friend that you call by last name? Because I do. And I'm... Sometimes. Loose. No, I'm not talking about sometimes, like all the time. Like it's AJ, Corey, and Briscoe. And Briscoe is his last name. Uh, I want to say there were some friends in high school that I would refer to with last names. But I don't know. I don't really have anybody... I know that one of Dustin's really good friends, he refers to his wife as his wife's maiden name. Oh. Which, it's actually really funny to see them them interact. Uh, they met actually at USU and then ended up in Vernal. Like, Dustin and his friend went to school at USU and then ended up in Vernal. Huh. And so it's really funny to see them interact with each other because he says it and he says it. And it was really funny because Dustin didn't register because we used to hang out with them all the time. Right, of course. And her last name's Holt. And so he'd say Holt, you know, Holt. And anyway, Dustin was like, finally, one time he's like, what the crap are you calling her? Because he didn't know what he was what he was calling her. And he's like, oh, it's her maiden name. It's like, ah, got it. That's funny. It was now, way funny. I have a buddy in high school that everybody, his name his name is John. It's not like it was a, a name. And, but for some reason, everybody called him Briscoe. 
And his mom is a sweetheart, and he has a bunch of brothers and sisters. So when I went over there, I just, it was like, I didn't know what to do with my hands. I was like, Prisco, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone, uh, yes. John, that's weird. Because once I get a name, I'm a great- like, call you John. I have a buddy who, his name is Noah. I have a friend whose name Noah, and it's so difficult for me to say that because we coined the name for him Thunder. Okay. And that is what I call him. He's in my phone as Thunder. That's I funny. text him as Thunder. Okay. And so one day we were hanging out, and I was like, hey, we should invite Thunder over. And everybody was like, Noah. And I was like, yeah, Thunder, let's invite him. Like, no, no, I need you to say no. And I was like, okay. Thunder. Thunder. Let's get him over here. I just can't stop. And so it was so natural habit to say, Briscoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole family. John. The John one. Sorry. Okay, so that's uh, that's one story. Cassandra says run. Drew says it's fine. McCall says she's got an even more awkward story. Yeah. So if, if Shelly is the big boss boss. Yeah. This, how, what would you put in perspective? Who is this other super awkward running? With? Much upper higher. Well, let's let's just say presidential candidate, because <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a w- good way to gauge it. McCall will share her most oh, awkward boy. story in six. Thus far, it's been a little jostled back and forth. Drew shared a story of his awkward situation, and he didn't even know the person's first name. He knew of them, and it was fine. AJ McCall's debate at eight. Cassandra said run, though. Avoid those awkward situations. But what about when McCall can't run? Yeah. Well, I guess technically you could have, but man, that would have probably been even more embarrassing. Yeah. Hi, McCall. Here's this former presidential uh, candidate. <sighs> Woo! Just gone. That would have been bad. Oh, so bad. <laughs> not, not advisable IMO. No. So this happened last year, basically like a year from Tuesday, I think. We'll find out when your memories pop Maybe a up. year from, well, it already did, but oh. I don't remember what well, day it was. never mind. I think it was a year from Wednesday, actually. So <laughs> I come to work one day. I'm just at work. It was the day after the Justin Timberlake concert. I pop on a Justin Timberlake hoodie because repping him. Obviously, I just watched him in concert last night. I'm exhausted. I didn't get home until three o'clock that that morning. Then I went to sleep and woke up at four and came into work. Right. Right. Took barely a nap. I follow you thus far. Go in. It was a freaking long day, too. So we spend a lot of time at the station. It's like four, four thirty, five o'clock or so. And in walks Mitt Romney. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that's, Mitt's Rom- that's Mitt Romney. And everyone's like, yeah, that's Mitt Romney. Except for Producer Butters, which that's a whole other story in and of itself. It's <laughs> that hilarious. Was good, but so I, funny. I'm not around for this. Just no, for AJ went home to take a nap. He also, all of this. he also went to the Justin Timberlake concert. But he went home and took a nap. I did. I did not. And I'm sitting here, and I'm hanging out. He comes in. He goes, does an interview over on our sister station, and then comes out, and I'm walking in the hallway, and this other guy that's a boss for the other sister station says, Hey, Mitt, this is McCall. She's on one of the morning shows on one of our other stations in the building. And he reaches his hand out very politely, and he says, Hi, McCall. I'm Mitt. And I shake his hand, and I say, Hi, Mitt. I'm McCall, because I can't come up with anything else to say. What the crap am I going to say? Well, hi, Mitt. I'm McCall. No. Duh. Then you he run. He just said that. He said your name. He knows your name. Now he really knows my name. That's fine. I just, it's fine. 
It's fine. Well, thanks, man. That was nice. Ross. So nice to meet you. I'm so sorry that I'm a moron. <laughs> then I took a very nice picture with him and then captioned it with, Met Mitt Romney today. He said, hi, McCall. I'm Mitt. And I said, hi, Mitt. I'm McCall. Great. Good job, McCall. Cool. Great. Cool. <laughs> it's like that one time I called and I interviewed Andrew McMahon in the wilderness because uh, he was coming to perform at Cherry Peak. Yes. Uh, it's been two years ago that he came and performed, which is crazy to me. I love Andrew McMahon. I love him in Something Corporate. I loved him in Jack's Mannequin. I loved every side project that he's done. I loved that he has started up the Dear Jack Foundation. Like he's He's got all sorts of really cool things. So I get to, I get to phone interview him. Oh my gosh, the most awkward ever. Me. I'm the most awkward ever. That's literally what happened. It's okay. It was terrible. That's why we let you do it. You loved him so much. It was, it was of course, your opportunity to it, interview him. And it was my first ever like interview that I'd ever really done. So I was such an anxious mess because I didn't know what the crap I was doing. Trial by fire. Yeah, clearly. Producer Butter stood over there and laughed at me the entire time I was interviewing him. It's great. Rightfully so. Yeah. By the way, the answer is always run. For the most part, this yeah. McCall had the situation, and we've been weighing in, us and you, and you, Utah's VFX, all social media. But the answer's always run. You don't go to 10-year reunions because you run. You move away to Utah from Indiana because you run. The answer's always run. Just avoid the awkward situations and get yourself the heck out of there. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> what are your awkward run-ins? Continue to share your stories. And if you want to make McCall feel bad, maybe the answer was a run at Utah's VFX. McCall's musical thoughts, the encore performance still to come. That's not awkward. That's good. Yeah. And mostly. <laughs> Eric Michaels, lead singer, speaking of music, lead yeah. singer of Foreign Figures. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking to him in 45 minutes or so. Going to be opening up the show tomorrow night, USU's end of year bash, featuring Foreign Figures and ex ambassadors. Yes. Going to be such a good show. And happy to have a couple. We have a couple of songs from Foreign Figures as well. To get a little, little preview, little preview before so the end of your excited. bash tomorrow. So that's all coming up with AJ and McCall. I think the biggest announcement. So we uh, have Mr. Eric uh, Eric Michaels, lead singer of Foreign Figures. We're we'll talking to him because they are performing tomorrow night at USU's end of your bash. They're opening up for ex ambassadors. We've been giving away tickets for the last two weeks. Super excited. McCall and I are both going to be there. Yep. And we can't wait to see. So we're going to be talking to him in probably about thirty minutes. Okay. And- McCall's gonna sing. That's right. So, I don't know, McCall. Maybe this is maybe this will be your big break. Question mark. Maybe lead singer of Foreign Figures will hear you be like, you know, you know. We'll find out. Before we get into all that, though, of course, first we have McCall's four one one. Yep, we got to talk about Taylor Swift. What is she doing with her brand new release coming out next Friday? We also have a new song from Lil Dicky, which is really good. He teamed up with Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, Katy Perry, and literally a bunch of other people. All the people. It's crazy, but it's good. All that coming up, McCall's four one one every hour on the elevens. That is next on VFX. It's a good thing you like your job, McCall, because we give you the opportunity. Yeah. To use your ukulele to vent in a just springy, happy, upbeat tone. Joyful tone, let's say. (laughs) Shall we? We will head back to the VFX Musical Lounge for the encore performance of McCall's Musical Thoughts after Ava Max in six minutes. Back to the VFX Musical Lounge. How you doing, McCall? Do you feel like writing a song about this will improve you not doing it anymore? No. No. 
<laughs> Jade McCall I'm going to do it all the time. Writing a song about spilling will not help you stop spilling. Not like uh, visualizing attack, not one of those things. No. No. <laughs> okay. What was the name of this one again, McCall? Uh, let's call it Buy More Tide. Buy More Tide. Because that's what I need to do after I spilled on my co- on myself with my coffee yesterday. Back Just... to the... Go ahead. <sighs> Sorry, that's... I cut off no, the artist. Okay. That's a no-no. You're okay. That's just... That's what inspired this, was the spill on my Justin Timberlake t-shirt. How dare you? I know. Back to the VFX Musical Lounge with McCall's encore performance of McCall's Musical Thoughts. I once was scared of dentists and the dark Now the biggest fear I have is spilling on my t-shirt Oh, why am I such a klutz? It happens at least twice a month Ah, ooh Ah, oh Can I just grow up? Maybe I just need to buy more tides, spend more time washing my clothes, cause I have no coordination. Oh, I love coffee oh so very much, but apparently I can't keep it inside of my cup. There's this new scent that I think I'll like. I guess it's got all the boosts to get all the stains out so I can keep spilling on myself. Hopefully it doesn't land on the shelf. Ah, ooh, ah, I don't want to ruin any more clothes. Please. Maybe I just need to buy more Tide or one of those Tide to go pens cause I cannot be an adult. I love to drink all of the coffee but apparently I can't keep it inside of my cup. Oh maybe I just need to buy more Tide or one of those Tide to go pens so I stop ruining all my clothes. Oh, this reminds me, just last week I ruined my boyfriend's shirt, turned it all pink, so maybe I just need some laundry lessons. I'm telling you, if you're not using it as a solution, now you're just complaining to complain. Laundry lessons, Tide pin, trying harder not to spill things, be like, nah, I just just want to sing song. Just sing song. Just want to sing song, please, thanks. McCall's Musical Thoughts. The video is up on Facebook. It's on YouTube. Is the link up on Twitter and Instagram? It's up on Twitter. Twitter. I haven't been able to get it up on Instagram yet. I got to find a very fancy way to get it up on the Gram Gram because they're very exclusive with stuff. (laughs) So (laughs) it's fine. Check it out. The full video of McCall's Musical Thoughts for this week. Buy more Tide. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube is up Utah's on YouTube. Utah's VFX across all of them. Yep. Now, McCall. Yes, hi. As much as I love your performing. Thank you. I would not say anything disparaging about it. I'm not it fancy professional. <laughs> not like these guys. Foreign Figures is uh, opening up for Ex-Ambassadors tomorrow for USU's end of year bash. Uh, lead singer Eric Michaels, nice enough, take some time out. We're going to be talking to him and 
after Post Malone. We also got a couple of foreign figure songs as well, including oh, perfect. Uh, the first song off their new album, Spectrum. We're going to oh, hear that awesome. one in about two and a half minutes. And then uh, one of their most popular songs as well, Cold War. All of that coming up. The music's not stopping. So we'll get into all of that here in just uh, less than three minutes from now. Talk to Eric Michaels from Foreign Figures. Don't let me go. The first cut off of Foreign Figures' uh, new album, Spectrum. I am in love with that song. AJ and McCall on VFX. It's a great sound. They're going to be opening up for uh, X Ambassadors tomorrow night at USU's End of Year Bash. And I'm very pleased to announce that we have uh, Mr. Eric Michaels, lead singer of Foreign Figures. And man, we cannot wait for that show tomorrow night. Yeah, dude. I'm seriously so stoked for the show. Yeah, X Ambassadors, honestly, like, we played a show with them a couple of years ago, actually. Really? Where at? Um, down at the UCCU Center in Orm. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So it'll be cool to see us come back four years later and see the transformation. <laughs> That's really cool that it's come around like that. I mean, uh, especially for you guys to kind of be starting out and get to, to play a show for them and then to come back four years later, you know, fresh off a new album. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of speaking of uh, um, your group, we're we're curious just to first question just because uh, we always love hearing the story. How did you come up with the name Foreign Figures? Uh, we actually used to call ourselves the Hideout um, when we first started a band for like a year and a half. We took a two year break. We got back together, and we just at that point we're like, this name is like the name of so many bars and so many other bands, and it's has no meaning to us. So we got, we logged on our group messaging app and for like a month straight, every day, just throwing name after name after name after name. And I remember putting in like foreign people, like foreign something, that said foreign figures. Everyone looked past it. Like if no one really, you know, liked it or hearted it or anything. But then our old member who used to be in the band was like, dude, that kind of sounds cool. Like it rolls off the tongue, foreign figures. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, ah, oh, dude, it does. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> we, we kind of went with it with no, like, specific, you know, this amazing story. Like, 21 Pilots, for example, have, like, this huge elaborate story behind their name. And then after time, uh, when after being a band for so long, the meaning of foreign figures has kind of made itself on itself. It's kind of a nod to differences and how I feel like everyone in the world in their own way is a foreigner. And, like, it's just so crazy how as a band we can play to so many different people. And for some reason, music just brings people together of all walks of life. You know, like, we could sit in the same room and not understand each other, but we could play a song and then we'd all be jumping up and down and we can really feel the same thing. And I think foreign figures on that like outward level has just been a great unifying name for both the band and our music and with our fans and just kind of accepting people of all differences and all walks of life and and then as individuals the four of us you know i always say this to myself but like we're we're good friends but if you put us in a high school you know in high school and we weren't playing music with each other i don't think we'd be together i don't think we'd be friends I think our music definitely, we're all just very different individuals um, with different <laughs> different tastes in music. I think that's what makes our, our music so eclectic with like the, the 
just the blend of all the genres we use because all four of us are just, you know, when it, t- when it comes time to pick songs for the album, like, it takes us a bit because we all, all of us deciding on one song, you know, it just doesn't come, like, it doesn't flow, like, that easy. We have to talk about it and think about it and discuss it and, and make sure everyone's on board about things. And What's the songwriting process like for your group with with that, with so many different backgrounds and so many different musical influences for each member? Like, what's the walk us through how you guys write a song if you guys have such... Um, not conflict, but uh, a lot of different voices to speak from. Yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily like negative conflict. It's just tons of opinions, and all of us are very for uh, assertive personalities. You know, like we're not like, oh yeah, that's great, whatever. I just want, I just want to be in a band and make money and look hot on stage. Like we all care <laughs> about the lyrics and we care about um, every single part that goes into the song. So. In the past, we used to get together and just have writing sessions with the four of us. But what we've come to learn is that it doesn't really work for our group dynamic. We usually will kind of create on our own or, like, in pairs. And um, it'll usually start out with either our guitarist, Johnny, will make a track on his laptop, and then he'll send it to me. And then I'll write a melody and lyric on top. And then... I'll, then I'll send that back to the guys, and then Seth and Johnny, our bassist and guitarist, will get together and do like a production session session on it, and then we'll send that to our producer, and then I'll go with my producer, and he'll like take the song and be like, "This is what's working, this is what's not working," and we'll revise the lyrics, so we'll we'll kind of like go over the melodies and strengthen them, and then we'll take that back to the band. And we'll further work on the production, and then there's just like a lot of a lot of like rewriting that goes into it, and a lot of re-editing and um, reprocessing. Um, sometimes, usually that's how we go about it. Um, some songs take a little bit more of that rewriting. Some just like come together really fast. We're first. Um, let's take our song "Cold War." Uh, that song. We did do that process, but it happened quick. It was really fast. The lyrics, the melodies, everything, the, the production just was bad. It was just like pure gold. It was just really magic, and it just came together really fast. Where a song, Rain, took years. That song went through hell and back to get to the place where it got to. But, yeah, so it's just really interesting. And we usually start, I usually start songs on piano or the tracks Johnny sends me or on acoustic guitar or just even sometimes just in my head, like our song we just released this year, our first single of the year is Don't Let Me Go. That came just from a voice memo. I woke up from a nap at 3 p.m. and I had a melody in my head and I just sang it to my phone and left it there for a couple of weeks and then went back and wrote a song around that. With uh, all of you having different musical influences, what, who would you say you listen to or what genre do you listen to when you're looking for maybe inspiration? So I do two things. Number one, I, I listen to everything, even though I don't like to. If it was up to me, I would just listen to the bands that I personally connect with. But I, I it's kind of like work. I just I force myself out of my box of, of thinking and listening, and I'll listen to jazz music one day because I, I take piano lessons and for my piano recital. <laughs> I'm still doing that. I'm, I'm learning a jazz piece on the piano, and I normally don't do that, and so I'm going to be doing that you know or i'll listen to classical music or rap you know or hip-hop and but as of right now a band that's been really um 
inspiring me is a band called Nothing But Thieves. Uh-huh. Um, Love them. We were actually, we were actually, this one fan after a really big show we played in New Year's came up to me. She's like, you guys, you guys kind of remind me of Nothing But Thieves. And, like, I was, like, drop-dead, like, so happy hearing that. <laughs> they're just the coolest band. They, they went on tour with Muse. They're so talented. The, the lead singer kind of has more of this soulful, smooth voice that's comparable to my vocal, you know, but they're a rock band. And they they have, like, bass-heavy, guitar-heavy, drum-heavy type of music with more of a... The singer has tons of energy, but he doesn't have that really scratchy rock voice you would normally hear from a rock band. Um, which I like, you know, like that, that blend between smooth and edgy. I, I really like. So they've been giving me just tons of inspiration, that vocalist I just look up to in so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really cool that um, the diversifying between the different types of music and the different types of genres, because it is good to push yourself. Have you always uh, looked looked towards like different types of music like growing up did you always listen to different types of music or was it kind of like you had one set genre that you like to listen to more <laughs> well i i listened to i was kind of like a closeted pop lover uh-huh. growing up like i i remember like listening to britney spears and listening to avril lavigne and like really loving it love it everybody and, loves it don't and, don't everybody love them <laughs> and like loving it and just kind of keeping it to myself because my dad was super into you know classic rock acdc yeah Zeppelin, um and i love journey sticks yes oh, classic. Awesome. like journey sticks was like and queen were like my three my top three of of that classic rock genre and then my mom she was like on the other spectrum where she would listen to like more um motown and funk and soul, Michael Jackson, Cool in the Gang, Natalie Cole, um, just kind of more upbeat, happy, like dancey type of songs. So I think I kind of got a little bit of those three. It's like I love, that's why the band writes just tons of catchy music, is because I just connect with poppy, catchy melodies. And like, but then I also love soulful singing. I love R&B singers. I love soulful singers and i've always kind of have resonated with that but then with the rock side of me with my dad and growing up i i love attitude and like in our live show that's definitely something we bring to the table it's like there's a definite like sense of attitude that we bring to our songs that we that the whole band connects with you know so that's cool no form figures is like a is a nice blend of all those things of like power and then kind of it's like a really cool integration of of different styles. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Eric, for you guys, do yeah. you do you find do you, is there anything you've been able to take away from some of the groups that have come from the area and have gotten big, or do you find it adds uh, maybe a little bit more pressure since there's been groups like uh, you know Dan Reynolds is from the area and uh, was it Neon Trees is from the area? Yeah. Do you find any added pressure think, with that? Yeah, I when I first started, when we first started this band, it was very motivating. I just remember just being so stoked about Imagine Dragons and, like, their success. Just, oh, my gosh, it lit a fire on my butt thinking, like, we can do this, you know? And as time went by, we've been together for five years now. There was this sense of, like, it felt like people were putting us under their shadow in, in some ways. It kind of felt like, like we were the 
um, junior dragons or whatever, you know, and there was a sense of pressure to find ourselves and to be our own thing and to be our own unique band. And I think we definitely had to go through like an identity crisis <laughs> in a way of like, what's our sound? Who are we? What are we about? You know, and we're four white guys from Utah. And it's kind of like people put us in that Madison Dragons category because they're also in a similar sense, like in a similar demographic, four white guys, you know, rock music, but it's like melody driven. And we kind of do it kind of a similar thing. But one thing I found that separates us from that pressure is that my voice is, is definitely very much its own thing. And I think that's, I think a lot of bands are um, perceived by the, the, the voice, you know, and the tone and the vocals and the, the lyrics and how the vocals deliver and whatnot. And so, so much not now, I don't feel pressure. I just, I think it's more of, I'm, we as a band are just, and especially me as an individual, just trying to find joy in the journey and finding joy in the music without being like super famous, even though that's something we want to get to. We want to be on a huge stage and we want to be playing to a worldwide audience, but knowing that there's some things that are out of your control and there's some things that are in your control and I'm trying to focus on the things that are in my control, if you know what I mean. So, Eric, imagine for a moment you're getting ready to go on stage. What is something before you go on stage, like how do you prepare yourself to get out on stage and to use all of the energy from inside of you to hype up a crowd and, and like, portray it onto that crowd? That's a great question. We, my favorite thing, actually, our last show we played, not not today, but we we played a, um, a show, a date in Logan on the cash. Uh-huh. Um, on Saturday, I think it was last Saturday, and honestly, that was probably one of the green room time before the show was was hands down my most favorite green room experience we've had as a band because the four of us were just having fun. You know, we were dancing behind you know behind stage. We weren't like overthinking. We weren't just feeling too much anxiety about the performance. We were just like taking life as if it just was no big deal. And I think that helped going on stage to have a good time and just to be confident, you know, because we weren't thinking too much. We weren't in our heads. So I guess to answer your question is just any way that gets me out of my head is, is the best thing. And sometimes that's usually just having fun and treating the experience as a band is like, we're just four friends and we're going to go up on stage and have a good time, you know? Yeah, yeah I definitely absolutely. think that energy conveys itself. That's not the case, though. <laughs> Eric, if you wouldn't mind, we have a couple last questions that we like to ask here at the end. They're kind of, uh, we call them the AJ McCall questions to see yeah. which side of the personality spectrum you fall on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first one is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And why? Fly. Fly? Uh, fly because I I am a super I'm a super fan of feeling free. I I I like my freedom. I want to feel like I can go anywhere, do anything and be anyone I want. Be any, and say what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Uh, hi, yes. Thank God. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it belongs there, and it belongs in my mouth. It does. I love it. It's so good. It's got to be a Utah. Barbecue chicken. Yes. Yes. Uh, peanut butter. Crunchy or smooth? Smooth. Aww. Yes. Just the right way to do it, McCall. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be crunchy, but now I'm smooth. He so. came to the right side of the argument. Oh, gosh. <laughs> chicken wings with your fingers or with silverware are these like boneless yeah boneless with, with the bone? oh boneless um probably with a fork no yes, yes! eric <laughs> my heart I'm sorry i'm like i don't know i just i'm i'm very polite See, it's less messy. It's still delicious. You have more control. It, no, it's okay, Eric. It's the right answer. And it's more of like the grossness of like using my hands. I guess like I just hate the sticky feeling, and my hands are dirty, and sometimes I don't wash them, so I just use my foot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to tying your yeah. shoes, are you loop, swoop, and pull, or are you bunny ears? Uh, I think maybe the bunny ears. I think that's what I do. Bunny ears. Yes. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah. Dang it. And this last one we just figured out this week. Uh, waffles, pancakes, or French toast? Definitely French toast. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! French toast is the best. <laughs> uh, it, it's French toast for sure. Waffles is kind of like, I guess, a continental waffle once here in a while when we're on tour. Like a pancake is kind of like, oh, I don't really want to feel that full. But yeah. Like French toast is like the best of both worlds. It literally tastes like joy. <laughs> yes. Awesome, Eric. Especially when it's done well. Not too much egg, or else I want a bar. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fair. Definitely. Awesome, Eric. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we look yeah. forward to seeing you perform, I, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to be at the show? Yeah, yes, we'll we be will. at the show. So much I can't. Thank you. Have a good day, man. Hey, yeah, you're welcome. See you tomorrow. Eric Michaels from Ford Figures. What, a, what an awesome guy. And I believe I the tally says he falls much more in line with the AJ yeah. than the McCall. <laughs> Going to be a great show. He was awesome to talk to. Uh, here's another one of their songs. This one, um, one of their most popular, not one of their newer ones, one that they uh, they alluded to, that they all put together pretty, pretty easily, actually. It's called uh, Cold War on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. Find yourself on the VFX Facebook page. But real quick, thank you again to yes. Eric Michaels from Four oh, Figures. So good to talk with him. So Very much fun. looking forward to seeing him and his whole band perform tomorrow night at USU Spectrum for USU's end of your bash, along with X Ambassadors. Yes. I'm so hyped. <laughs> their two songs. That was Cold War was the last one. Before that, it was yep. uh, Don't Let Me Go. Yep. Two of their songs. Don't Let Me Go, one of their brand new ones off their new album, Spectrum, <sighs> but cannot wait. Amazing. That being said, need to say thanks. They're awesome. Now, McCall VFX's Facebook roulette. The, uh, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media, of course. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on Facebook. Add us so that you can play. So, McCall, we're both spinning and we're spinning and we will stop. Stop. I landed on my friend Brian Thompson's post. It's a picture of SpongeBob like this. And it says, if you really know me, comment something I'd say. <laughs> okay, uh, you would say, where's the dogs? I just feel like you should get your own gift. Like, you know how Jennifer Lawrence has that one? Like, where's the pizza? Where's the pizza? That exact one, except it's dogs. It should probably go something like this. Oh, my gosh, a dog. That's, how it That's what go. it should say. That's what it should I agree. Oh, my gosh, look okay, at the dog. Okay, let me see what I can do. Okay, good luck. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, stop. Okay. I stopped myself. Good, yeah, because I was going to say You don't control stop, my but... life. Hey! I landed on Chelsea Rose. No, keep going now. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I landed Chelsea Rose. Hers is uh, me attempting to do the workouts that require coordination. It's uh, I don't know if you've seen this. It's a little obstacle course for a pit bull. So those bars are set up for <gasps> oh him to hop gosh, over. Oh my gosh, I love this video. You can win because it's so funny. Down. He steps over the first one, knocks it over. Like he steps it over with his, his first paw does, and his other and paw his other just paw drags. drags. <laughs> walk, drag, walk, drag, walk, drag. One day, you'll, yeah. he's just so excited to get to the he's camera. so cute. You can win. That one's, a, that one's such a good video. <laughs> AJ Knight. Hands down, one of my favorites ever. <laughs> AJ Knight. McCall Taylor. Add us on social media. The AJ Knight. The McCall Taylor. Utah's VFX across the board. YouTube for McCall's music. Thoughts. Yep. The video's up on Facebook. Yep. It's on YouTube. There's a link to Twitter as well. And of course, uh, find us on the website. Get entered in for lunch with listeners at Center Street Grill. That's next Thursday. Uh, flowers from Plant Peddler Floral. That's utahsvfx.com. And don't forget the podcast. Drop the mics out later today. Yep. Uh, full interview with Eric Michaels is going to be in the Daily Show podcast. Those are all at utahsvfx.com, but definitely check uh, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio app. Just search for HA and McCall. And until we see you all tomorrow at the concert. Yeah, don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to AJ McCall on VFX 94.5 and 98.3.